John chapter 1. We're going to start at verse 11, and then I'm going to, I'm going to read a few more scriptures. But let's go to John 1, verse 11. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become what? The sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Amen. Which was born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Somebody shout amen. John chapter 7. We'll go to 37 and 38. John chapter 7, verses 37 and 38. If you got, when you get there, shout, I'm on the Lord's side. In the last days, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. And he that believeth on me, it didn't just stop there. As the scripture hath said. Everybody say out. Out, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. I want to just talk to you just for a few moments this morning. The outflow of faith the outflow of faith. Would you put your Bibles down and lift your hands with me. Let's ask the Lord to help us in this place today. Father, you're so good to us. We're praying, God, that you would speak to us this morning. God, thank you for what we've already heard. Let this align with your will today, God. Lord, I pray right now that you would do what only you can do. God, anoint this service, God. We bind every spirit of doubt and fear and confusion and every spirit that exalts itself above your knowledge. We take authority over it right now in the name of Jesus. God, let the glory of the Lord flow in this place and we'll give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Would you put your hands together? Come on, would you put your hands together? Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Amen, amen. You may be seated. There is no doubt in this place this morning there are people here that you, you understand the power of revelation. You have preachers, pastors, bishops, that preach not just with enticing words of man's wisdom, but they take you to a place to the character of Jesus. And there's no doubt in my mind that I'm at a place that's got a revelation of who God is. And that is the beginning of faith. The Bible teaches us that it's impossible to please God without it. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. 
And there's no doubt in this place that you believe that God is. When we were worshiping, you could tell this morning that some of you believe that God still heals. He delivers. That he, that he is the God that still moves and still blesses. Somebody say, oh, yes, he is. He's the God that is. And he, he, there's no doubt today that we come here with an understanding that here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. And uh, I believe that we are probably in the last of the last days. That we, we are as close to the coming of the Lord than we have ever been before. And there is something that is happening across our movement. In fact, your pastor has been a leading source of that. And the fact that he preaches beyond just organizational lines. And he has, he has, he has, he has got myself hooked up with men and introduced me to men that might not be in the organization I am. But we are pursuing the same mission. There is something happening in the earth today, in the church. There is something happening in the church today. That God is equipping us and God is, is, is trying to open our understanding and open uh, revelation to us. I believe Luke chapter 15 gives us great insight to, to two things that God is doing. We talk about Luke 15 and we think that parable... Is, is simply uh, about a prodigal son. But no, there's two sons in this parable. It's one, the youngest, who was the prodigal, who looked at his father, and he wanted what followed, what was to fall to him. He wanted his inheritance because he didn't like the rules of his father's house. He said, just give me what belongs to me, and I'm going to take it, and I'm going to do with it what I would like to do with it. But when he did that, the Bible said that he wasted it with riotous living. And he, when he had spent all he had, he didn't have anything left. He went and hired himself uh, to a man of that country, and they sent him uh, to the pig pen. And he would have filled his belly with the husk thereof, but he started remembering his father and how that the servants at his father's house had what? Had bread enough to what? It was overflowing. It was a place where there was no need. He, 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 he walked out and he finally come to terms with, man, when I was there, I didn't even have a need. And I believe there's awakening taking place. Just hold on, I promise you I'm going somewhere. There's an awakening that is happening and people are coming and remembering what it's like to be in the house of God. Amen. But the second son, the second son, you, he cannot escape this text either because he was the elder son. And the Bible said when, when, when that prodigal came home that they went into the father's house and they were eating and dancing and music and partying. And when that elder boy heard that music he went and he didn't he wouldn't go in he said I want to know what's going on in the house well your brother's back and 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 he's been dead now he's he's alive and he's come back and all this well he wanted to talk to his father and when he walked out to confront his father 
or his father walked out and he confronted his father. He said these words. He said, he said, Father, I've been here all these times and I've never left, but you've never even given me a kid. But you've, you've put this fatty calf in front of him. And his father looked at him and said, Son, said, you've been here, but all that is mine is yours. See, we, we are dealing with, with, with a spirit of people not realizing who our Father is. Oh, God. We, 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 don't, we don't have the revelation of who this God that we serve really is and the safety of His kingdom and the abundance of His glory. And because of that, we live through simply God providing and not walking with dominion. It's because our minds don't reach that concept and our minds don't understand this God that we serve. Do you remember the parable of the talents that, that, that there was one that had five talents and one that had two and one that had one and, and, and the master put it in their hands and said, go do what you will. And when I return, I'll take them back. And he put them in his hands. And when he come back, the one with five had made five. And the one with two had made two. But the one that only had one, he had put it in the ground and, and, and just maintained what he had because of this. He said, I know that you reap where you haven't sown. And he had this, this, this view of the Father that this God would would is a god of judgment and not a god of supernatural provision he had it in his mind that this god uh this god if he would have lost it would have just judged him but the lord turned it around and said if you knew who i was you should have just put it in the market because the truth is there's nobody in this place you wouldn't be here this morning if you don't have some kind of revelation of who we are serving in this place today. I'm going to tell you, there's not a church on the planet that has better church than this. There's not a church on the planet that prays any more than this church prays. But God is trying to take the scales off of your eyes and open your eyes to the abundance of what the Father has for you. Come on, he's wanting to do something in your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's wanting to wake you up and make you understand there's not a prayer that he has not heard. There's not anything outside of your reach. See, if we're not careful, if we're not careful, we will only operate in the realm of need with God. But need has never moved God. Only faith moves God. Why does faith move God? Because I believe there can be a time in our life and I believe right now is that time that God wants to take pretty much the need away and give you dominion to walk in the power of faith. See, faith is not good, just good when you need something. Faith is good when you're possessing something. 
And see, this church, let me tell you something. You're no stranger to the provision of God. You have seen God provide over the years. You have watched God provide over the years. And you have celebrated it. It's not lack of worship or lack of love for God. You come in with, with, with an open heart because you know that God is a provider. But what if I told you God wants this church to take a step outside of need and start operating in a realm of faith where it took the territory. Come on. Come on, that's what Jesus said. Jesus said, let me tell you something. He said, let me tell you something. If you'll believe on me, if you'll believe on me as the scripture has said, out of your belly shall flow rivers. Are you hearing me today? Man, I look around and we can we could we could sit here and talk about the enemy. But this enemy, it, it, it's amazing when you start looking how God defines the enemy. The Bible said that he's as a roaring lion. What does that mean? As a roaring lion. That means he has lions at, attributes, but he doesn't have like like he can he can he can pattern you. Huh? He, he, can, he can roar to intimidate you, but he can't touch you. He's as a roaring lion. And sometimes we can get so caught up in thinking that the devil has the, the power to do things that he can't do. You take Psalms 23. Psalms 23, the funeral psalm. And, and, and you start reading that the Lord is my shepherd. Somebody say the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Oh, my God. When he is your shepherd, the Bible said, I shall not want. That doesn't mean you will just overflow with abundance. That means he's taken the realm of need out of your life. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. He said it's not death, it's just a shadow he don't have the power to control it. He just has the power to represent it. He doesn't, he doesn't own death. Are you hearing me? He said, but when I walk through this valley, I'm not going to fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Are you hearing me? Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemy. Thou anointest my head with oil and my cup runneth over. Now, you got to understand something about the cup running over. I, I, I would do it, but y'all got this. This remodel is unbelievable, by the way. I would, I would do it, but I'm not going to mess up your carpet. But, but I, I want you to understand there's a reason why he didn't just say he filled your cup up. Because that, that cup not only represents fulfillment, but it also represents taking territory. Oh, God, have mercy. I wish you'd help me. 
today. Do you understand what I'm preaching? When that water comes out or that oil or whatever you pour in a cup and it starts running over, when it starts running over, it starts taking territory outside the realm of the cup. Now, I, I, I know that's not deep, but I, w- I want you to listen to this. I, I, I want you to listen. There's one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Now, listen. One God, Father of all. Father. Father. Father of all. You've got to look at him the right way. Father of all. Who is above all. Through all. And in you all. Now, i got a problem with that scripture. I got a problem with it. But my problem is my problem. Why would it say above all, through all, and in you all? Why wouldn't it say above all, in you all, through all? Because the truth is, you can't possess him in you if he can't go through you. It's like a river. See, what you don't understand, if you don't have a flow of the Spirit out of you, you don't get to possess him. He's above all, through all, and his continual flow that goes through you helps him abide in you. This ain't the Dead Sea. This ain't been stopped up. There's something in this church that wants to flow out. See, I know, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. I'm, God's been talking. God's been talking to this church. And, and, and that man of God said something at this altar. He hadn't said it. Yeah, he may be going to say it tonight. I might be just as still as thunder. But he reached over on the first night and said something to me. And I'm telling you what, it shook me because I knew where I was going. And he said, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not just a will to pay this church off. It's not just the will of God to pay. It's the will of God for there to be something continuous for the next project, the next project, the next project. There's a flow to this thing. But if there's going to be a flow, there's got to be a shift in your mind to make you understand it's not your need that's important. It's your faith. What are you willing to do to get into God's currency? I want there to be a flow. Come on, somebody say, I want there to be a flow. I want you to understand God is looking at us and he's wanting to open the avenues of the spirit like we have never seen before. He's wanting to give dominion. And I'm going to tell you right now, it is absolutely the will of God for this school to not just double, quadruple. It's the will of God for this school to be a revival in this area. It's the will of God for us to possess the building Come on, I'm telling you, it's not just about this building. It's about what can we wrap our mind around this morning. You got to take the shackles off of your eyes. You got to take the shackles off of your eyes and say, God, I know you want it all for me. You want me to have dominion. You want me to have dominion. You don't just want me to move in the avenue of need. You want me to live in the realm of faith. Somebody say, I want to live in that realm of faith. Come on, live. Somebody say, I want to live in that realm of faith. Now, 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 now listen, listen to me. 
Listen to me. Paul told the church at Ephesus, he said, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, the length, and the depth, and the height, and to know, everybody say to know, to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. It's a love thing. There's not a, listen, when God looks at us, he don't look at us like some discouraged father or some upset daddy. He looks at us with an open love. And he said, you've got to, you've got to understand the length and the, 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 the broadness of this love and how, how that this love passeth knowledge and it can reveal the fullness of God. Because if you could ever stand, understand the love that God has for you, you could understand this now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all. He's able. Everybody say he's able. He's able to do exceeding, abundantly, above all that we ask or think according. That what? That flows, worketh in us. Now, now, now listen. Listen. It's speaking of God's ability and his abilities connected to the revelation of love that you understand about him. And it passeth knowledge. You can't figure this thing out. You'll never figure out why God would look at that one talent and take the one talent. It sounds like an abusive father, but he had the wrong revelation of who the father was. Why would he take one talent and give it to the one that had five, had doubled it, and had ten, and say, here, you take it. Why? Because the greater of revelation of who the father is, brings some more taps into the ability of exceeding and abundantly am I making sense hold on I, I promise you he said it's connected to my ability but here's what here's, here's what really got me because he said this God is able everybody say he's able he's able he, he, he is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think ask or think so asking and thinking is what connects you to God's ability. You ain't hearing me. So you got to get your thought process up. I, I know what some of you say. Well, preacher, this this said, no, 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 no. This is kingdom. We're, we're not buying jets. This is kingdom. This is territory. This is this is a new school building with a gym. This is a this is a daycare. Okay, I, maybe maybe some of you help me if I say it like this. This is a bigger church to house some of your prodigals. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, God's not connected to money, no, but he is connected to blessing. Every good gift, every good gift, every good gift coming from it. Come on, he's our father. He desires. So, so listen to me, listen to me. Right now, we're fixing to walk in here. I don't know what time it is, 11.30, 11.40. We're, we're, we're fixing to come in here at 6 o'clock. And God is about to put like a volcano under this church. And what you need to do for the next few hours, you need to start asking and you need to start thinking about what God is about. 
I don't know if I believe it. I'll tell you right now, you better believe it. It's the only hope we got is that we've got a God that wants the kingdom to expand. Where is this power coming from? This power, you, you got to be able to listen. You got to be able. He's going to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. There's something in you. Listen, listen. Get your need out of this. Get your need, get your comfort out of this. Come on, get the doubt out of this. Get your knee and step into a realm of faith and say, I'm not doing this because I need something. I'm doing this because the kingdom needs something. You got to get it in your mind. Are you hearing me today? Why? Because if you can do that, God said, I'll do exceedingly. I'll do abundantly above all that. Above all. Everybody say above all. Now, now, I'm going to tell you something. I, I didn't sleep that good last night. I didn't sleep. I, I, my shoulder, I, I, was, I was doing these manly things, and I was picking up luggage and chucking them in a truck. I've hurt my shoulder. I didn't hardly sleep last night. So, But I did fall asleep, and I had this little dream. Thank you for running. I believe in it. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. I had a dream last night, Brother St. Clair. I pulled in this big old parking lot. And when I got out, I said, what in the world are we doing? Because you were parked there. I said, what are we doing here? Like, you, like, you know why we're here. And you took me through this building. And I walked in, and I'm telling you, the foyer was huge. We walked in, looked at the sanctuary, went around. And, here's, here's, and, and you looked at me. And you said, man, you ain't going to believe it. God gave this to us. Oh, yeah. Oh, it gets better. It, it, it gets better. It gets better. You walked up and said, this was the man right here. That, that used to pastor this church and and now now he's with you in this and he had turned the keys over to a whole listen to me I know some of you saying pastor that can't happen I'm telling you I didn't take no strong medicine last night I didn't take no pain pill last night the only thing that was really on my mind was what I was going to preach and trying to get through the pain of this shoulder that I couldn't even lay on here's what I'm trying to tell somebody there's something stirring under the foundation of this thing and I'm going to tell you what it is there's an outflow of faith there's a river that's trying to come up in this thing and I'm telling you go down every street in this city come on come on come on you hearing me right now there's an outflow there's an outflow there's an outflow somebody say there's an outflow Here's what gets me. Here's what gets me about people. People, people will hold on to their need. So instead of moving from faith to faith, they move from need to need. Like ever our, our relationship can be bent and can it can can be completely can be completely captured by need. 
And the only time we pray is when we need him. What did, but what did Jeremiah say? Man said, the only time y'all want the Lord is when things are going wrong. He said, every high hill and under every green tree, you start getting idols. Let me tell you something. This church is trying to take a turn in, 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 in dominion of possessing. Now listen, you got dominion of the spirit. This church will run the devil out of this church in a heartbeat. While y'all running the aisles, he's running away. You got spiritual authority, but now it's time to get into that, that, that ability to possess the authority of possessing what God has promised you. Are you hearing me right now? Oh, my God. Man, God was getting ready. I'm telling you, the, the need's about to be, the need is about to be gone in this place. I, I, I believe the need is about to be gone. <laughs> Let me tell you, when God gets ready, hey, when God gets ready to break a famine, when God gets ready to break a famine, it's amazing. He'll send a man of God. And that man of God said, don't worry about this time tomorrow. By this time tomorrow. What, what, did, what, did, what did that captain, what did that, cap, that, that man that the, the, the king leaned on, he looked up at that prophet and said, said, if God was to open windows in heaven, this couldn't be. That prophet turned around and said, you'll see it, but you'll never partake of it. Oh, my God. You, 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 and see, that, that's the problem. That's the problem. Is that, that we don't have enough partakers in what God is trying to do in this place today. Oh, my God. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. And the whole time the prophet's speaking, there's four leprous men up there. They're, they're looking at what's going on in the city. Seven-year famine. They've been looking, looking, looking what's going on in that city, thinking, my God, what are we going to do? If we go there, we're going to die. If we stay here, we're going to die. But if we just get up, maybe. It wasn't a whole lot of faith. But it was enough. See, you, you ain't got, listen to me. Some of you are saying, well, I ain't been in this thing long enough. I, I ain't got this, I ain't got that, I ain't got that. Listen, you don't need, listen. Sometimes you can have more doubt than you have faith, but faith is more powerful than doubt. I'm, I'm so tired, and, and, and somebody in this place might say it like this, and if you do, you go on and keep on preaching. But I don't like it when folks get up there and say, he didn't say the size of a mustard seed. Well, he said, as a mustard seed, what does that mean? What, what you got to understand is that the, the smallest of faith can move the biggest of mountains. You don't have to have more faith than you have doubt. You've just got to exercise the faith that you have. Listen to me. You've got to quit letting doubt paralyze you. You've got to quit allowing everything that's mounted up. Come on. You want to know how you defeat giants? You defeat giants one stone at a time. You've got to make your mind up. I've got enough faith to start this process. 
And see, somebody in this building is going to say, well, my measly, my measly savings account is not going to mean nothing. You know what? You'll hold on to that measly money that won't, it's not going to do nothing for you. That it's just sitting there 20 bucks. I'm telling you, you ain't going to, it's just need, just need. You're sitting there acting on need and won't step in the realm of faith. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. What would have happened if, if they would have, the Bible said the Lord looked at them and said, how are we going to feed all these people? He knew what he was going to do. It was a test. It was a test. We ain't got enough money. So what do we got? We got one lunch, five loaves and two fishes, one of them said. It might not be enough to feed everybody, but it's enough to start it. And when you start it, it's like a river. Y'all don't want him. It's like a river. It's going to run from this church to your house. From your house to your workplace. From your workplace to your community. From your community to this state. From your state to this nation. From this nation to the world. It's going to be like a river. It's going to be like a river. Somebody say it's going to be like a river. These four leprous men, they looked and said, let's just go. And it had to be, I believe it was the twilight of the morning. I believe they were going from darkness to light. <laughs> anyway, he, they're, they're walking. And, and what is four leprous men going to do? But see, when they started taking their step, all of a sudden in the spirit, God had the angels up there marching. He had people. He had, he had horses making noise and that enemy started feeling the earth rumble and they thought a mighty army was coming. It wasn't a mighty army. It was four leprous people. Come on. I'm telling you. You listen to me. You listen to me. I'm telling you in these last days God's going to use strange places. Places that plants might have left but the favor of God hadn't left. Places where, where people are not going to be able to say man done that. They're going to be able to say God done it through us. It was the power that worketh in us it's going to be like little ants jumping on something and destroying it together that's what I'm telling you and these four leprous men started walking and they were like my God my God there's an army coming now I want you to explain to me this they didn't they didn't pack up their wagons they didn't do any of that they got their hides and they took off and they left everything and when those four leprous men got there they got there an overflow of abundance why? Because they refused. They refused to stay on the side of doubt. And they allowed their faith to be exercised. I promise you. Come on, musicians. I'm closing, but I want you to hear me right here. This, 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 this prophet, this prophet told them what was going to happen. Are you hearing me? Told them what was going to happen. And these four leprous men, they got, they got Cheetos in one hand. Prime rib in the other. They got more food and they're sitting there looking, smacking. What are we going to do with all this food? Somebody said, we can't keep this to ourselves. We got to go. Man, they bring the man of God in. They come in to possess that deal. And it was so massive that they had to put somebody at the gate to make sure too many people wasn't going in and grabbing too much. They were going to try. They were going to try to measure the miracle. 
So that king said, I'll tell you what, man, you're the guy. You, you're the guy. If anybody can tell people, no, they can't have that, and they can't have this, and they can't have that, and they can't have this, and they can't have that, you're the man. It was that man that the, the king leaned upon. He said, you be the gatekeeper and tell people that they can't take that and take this and take that and do this. And, man, I don't know how long it took, but people started walking in. They started coming out with abundance. And those people's appetites, seven years of a famine, those people rushed that gate and they stopped, stomped that unbeliever. And he got to see them partaking, but he never partook because his mind couldn't wrap itself around what God was wanting to do. There's a new love of God that's hitting this church. Y'all don't, y'all don't hear me today. There's a new revelation of the, the, the length and the breadth and the, the strength and the power. There's new revelations. There's, there's new revelations that, listen, listen, this is the last giant. Well, the last giant, isn't it amazing that before they went to the promised land, we don't get his name. They don't tell you who the last giant's name was. They just give you the size of his bed. You're going to get the promised land. The last thing you're going to have to fight is yourself being apathetic. Thinking you're really finding rest and security in something that can't bring security to you. Let me tell you, the greatest security blanket you will ever have is the kingdom of God. I'll tell you what we're doing tonight. We're, we're, we're taking, we're not only going to defeat that giant, but we're picking that bed up. We're carrying it out of this place. So you're not, you're not living here anymore. about to flow in this place not because I'm here not because the men that have preached before me are the one to come after me but because at this time this church has never been any closer or in line with its prophetic touch than it is right now all those years of preaching brother and sister Bingham that y'all did to get this church lined all those years of preaching, Bishop and Sister Saint, to get this church in line. All those years, Pastor and Sister St. Clair, to get this church in line. It's coming under the plan of God. For such a time as this, oh God. I feel it here today. I feel a shift in this place right now. I felt it when Brother Allen was preaching Friday night. I felt it last night when Pastor Smith was preaching. I'm telling you, there's something happening in the atmosphere of this place. Come on, destiny's coming to this house. Listen, listen, listen. I know some of you prayed prayers and they seem like they haven't been answered. But you need to go reread them again because God's about to start answering them. Come on, some of you families that's got kids and saying they'll never come back. Oh, they're coming back. 
they're coming back they're coming back and some of you that have been in this thing for years and you have felt like you've not been able to get what you need God said hey it's all yours it's all yours just change the way you think in this place today just change the way you think in this house today come on would you come and help me pray they're fixing to worship would you find somebody and tell them God's going to do this for us tonight come on this morning's just a lead into what God's going to do tonight 